Minutes on Mastery is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This is singer-songwriter Jewel on the Finding Mastery podcast with Michael Gervais, explaining how she tackled self-doubt. I had a decent ability to stay in my body and go, ooh, I'm feeling anxious, even if I didn't know the cause of it. So I would listen to my body cues, and I would allow that to be a little neon sign. And when I got anxious, it was like having a neon sign saying something's up, pay attention. So going toward the uncomfortableness and asking asking myself, what are the gremlins saying in my head? What are the lies? What is my brain telling me? Uh, so one time I had to do a film. It was with Ang Lee, high pressure. I was a music singer. I, I didn't act. And the gremlins really started coming up. I started telling myself, I'm going to fail. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't belong here. I don't know what I'm doing came up over and over and over for me. And so I started writing down the lies and I would write them down. These are my lies. And I would write them down on a column on the left-hand side of the paper. And then I would, on the other hand of the paper, say my antidote, which was the truth. What is the truth for me? Really? What is the truth that, that is the antidote that cancels, cancels out that negative feeling? It's that I'm capable of learning. It isn't that I know the answers, but I, I am capable of learning. And so I would basically go for lie for lie and then write down truth for truth. And every time I started having anxiety and I heard a lie in my head, I would replace it with my antidote thought. The truth is I'm capable of learning. The truth is I believe in me. The truth is I'm allowed to make mistakes and I'm still lovable. All kinds of messages I had to start giving myself. And I started to show myself kindness. I started to be willing to say, you know, what is winning in this situation? Is it being the best actress, for instance, in this, this situation? Or is it saying, I showed up today and I tried my hardest um, and I didn't let fear and other things inhibit me and I'm, I can try even better tomorrow? That started being a real change, game changer. The other thing for me with Hardwood Grows Slowly is I studied nature because I was raised outdoors in Alaska. And something you mentioned before is the tide rising of anxiety and panic attacks. I saw everything in, in nature had a rhythm. Um, I'm going to touch on a couple topics, but I'm going to revisit pain briefly. We process emotional pain in the same part of our brains that we, we process physical pain. And so just to give some context, to let people know that that is why we're so deathly afraid of a hurt feeling, the same way we're afraid as somebody saying, hey, give me your arm, I'm going to break it. We're self-protective beings. And so we process pain in the same part. And so what I learned with pain is that it has a rhythm, just like every single thing in nature has a rhythm. And I had to learn how to trust the rhythm. And so if I was sad, it just meant the tide was out that day, that the tide was going to come back in. And so you can sit in sadness, you can sit in grief, whatever the darker emotions are, because you know the tide's going to come back around. Nothing's constant. It's not forever. And then I began watching trees and the trees that, that lasted a long time and weathered every storm were these hardwood trees. They took a long time to grow. They had a beautiful shape and they were resilient. They knew that bending was actually resiliency. Anything rigid in nature dies. And so I began to look at myself and go, if I was a hardwood tree, what does that mean? What does that metaphor mean in human terms? Deep root systems. That's what helps us weather storms. So for me, my root system are my values. 
And so I began to write down my values. Who and what am I? What do I stand for? And then every single day, I would make sure I was acting in line with those values. I would do a self-audit before I went to sleep. Did I say this according to my values? Did I act like this according to my values? And I would do a self-audit. And you have to do it with love. You have to not be self-shaming and doing those things at this point. Um, and when I didn't act on my values, I would make an amends and I would go back at it the next day. And for me, that's, you know, like I tell I have a five-year-old, you know, our compass in the forest of life is our values. That's our North Star. And as long as you're acting in line with your values every day, you're going to have an outcome. You're going to have an end of your life. So you look back on your life and go, I am the person I wanted to be. I didn't get distracted by fame. I didn't get distracted by power. I didn't get distracted by depression and fear because I lived my values. That's your guarantee. That's your blueprint. For the full Finding Mastery podcast, head over to findingmastery.net or check us out on iTunes. And for a special offer from Athletic Greens, head to athleticgreens.com slash findingmastery.